This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> it's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available, and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. Happy Friday. It is the Ringer Gambling Show. Joe House is back. John Zustremski in the house. Buddy, I missed you on Tuesday. I had an unbelievable Tuesday, so I, I I don't know. I got the good vibes going. I'm feeling my oats, bro. How the hell are you? Somehow, I did not get a chance to listen to that show and, and cashed with you. Instead, I got my feet back on the ground, reconnected to the grid on Wednesday. Only two games on Wednesday. We're talking about the NBA, and only one of which I was interested in, and I ended up playing a bunch of player props, which I absolutely never do, and got um, slaughtered because you don't play overs in, in player props. No, um, it's a losing a, proposition. It's always a losing proposition. Nobody wants to bet unders. That's Therefore, right. Therefore, you don't get good totals on overs, and you end up getting the short end of the stick. Um, I got to start here. Last night, I'm looking for something to do. I mean, I'm in at a Ranger game here in New York. The Mets have this insane comeback. So I'm dialed in from a work perspective. But explain this to me. How does the NBA give you a Thursday night, which is a great night of television? A lot of people are home. Yada, yada. How does the NBA not schedule a playoff game last night, House? There's just no good explanation for it. I mean, you know, the the, the criticism is extremely well-deserved. They have all the time. Somebody was put out there that there was a concert at Chase Center uh, in, in, in Golden State that, that prevented the Warriors from, from, you know, hosting their first game until Saturday. But like, so what? So what? 
figure it out. Like, I was going to say, figure have it no out. Games. That's your priority, right? Like, if you're the Chase Center, the Golden State Warriors should be the number one priority at all times, and they should be working other elements around them, as far as I'm concerned. How with the concert? It's disrespectful to the product, JJ. That's right. And hockey, give hockey credit, House. They do it right. Like this Ranger-Penguin series that I'm into, it's every other day. You play a game, you have an off day. You play a game, you have an off day. I like that. Please tell me you had a Rangers-Panthers parlay last night because that was an all-time great zag so our opportunity. Friends, our friends over at FanDuel threw up a boost that I got involved with. Rangers to win, no issues there. Florida Panthers to win, good call. But we had to sweat out Colorado and Nashville. What? What? I, what I, how'd that turn out? I went it to was bed. A win, but I had to wait until overtime to cash the fucker. JJ, I I had to go to bed, and I would just want to confess right here to all all of the buddies, the, the betting buddies. I'm playing hurt today. I went out. I got I got my second booster shot yesterday, which is good. You know, public health conscious. Your second or your first? No. So you know, I got two last year. Okay. And then I got a booster in, in November, and you know, I'm old. So I'm allowed. Oh, so you're eligible for the next one. The next one. So I See, went I didn't and, think you were old enough to be eligible for the next one. I'm like, uh, how is you? you look I'm too the young same to age be eligible for the next one. But JJ, here's the problem. Yesterday was also Cinco de Mayo. And oh, you know, so you mix booster shot with tequila. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's such a terrible dude. That hey. is uh, and I was nervous yesterday about having a cerveza after having a Tylenol for a headache at four o'clock. Meanwhile, you <laughs> Getting all drugged up with the booster, and yeah, give me another margarita, baby. That's it. Five margaritas on Cinco de Mayo. It only happens once a year. Let's let's TCOB. So I, I'm here though. So Unlike some of what our, you're telling me, this is your David Wells game. Well, I wish I would say it's my Joel Embiid game. I wish we we could say that this is Joel Embiid coming back tonight, coming home. He's been cleared on the concussion protocol, and you know they've they've said. That he's still listed as out at 12:20 on Friday afternoon, but we're wondering if that's some gamesmanship by uh, the the Sixers, by the brain trust uh, of Doc and the, and the rest of them. Well, listen, all of the reports that are out there indicate that Embiid is going to give it a go tonight, and I expect him to play. Um, and the betting market house expects Joel Embiid to play because this line has really fluctuated. Miami opened as a one point favorite. It got as high as two and a half for three late last night. Right. And with the news this morning, with the momentum this morning about Joel Embiid giving it a go, now we are looking at Philadelphia as a one-point favorite in this game. Oh. Yeah, one-point favorite, according to our friends over at FanDuel. That changed even in the last hour. One-point favorite. So a lot of late money coming in on the Sixers. A lot of late money coming in on the Sixers. and. Look, if Philly's going to get a game in this series, you would figure it would be tonight. Here's my issue, though, about going against the Miami Heat. Outside of Miami having a collapse in the fourth quarter against Atlanta and Trey Young hitting some big shots in game three, Miami has been mauling people in this postseason house. Like, they haven't just been winning. They have been winning, and they have been winning comfortably in a majority of these games. I don't trust the Sixers. I don't like what I've seen from them at all. I don't like what I've seen from their bench. I don't like the way they're shooting the ball. And even with Embiid coming back, 
My lean, my feel on this game is that I'm riding with the Heat. I would not be surprised if we're looking at a four-game sweep here. I'm going against the superhero narrative for Embiid. I know he might bully Bam out of bio, so be it. I can't go against the Heat here. Yeah, I'm in the same position as you, and it's a couple of things you mentioned. The Sixers are 14 of 64 from three so far. That's 22%. And, you know, the the way that the Heat play defense, they permit volume threes. If the Sixers don't make threes, they can't win these basketball games. And they, they have been hunting the, uh, you know, whoever is playing center, whether it be DeAndre or Paul Reed. And, and you know, there's a stat I, I encountered. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Harrow have run 35 direct pick and rolls at DeAndre or Paul Reed. And they're scoring one point, averaging 1.6 points per possession on those pick and roll and that, on that action, which, you know, goes to show you now that, that that will be different if Embiid plays, right? And and they won't have that same strategy. But I really haven't felt like we've seen the Heat even break a sweat in the entire playoffs. They, they are kind of an outlier to me. You know, Simmons uh, on his pod on Wednesday was talking, had a lot of folks on talking to Jackie McMullen. And, you know, he, he shared his view with her that the Eastern Conference uh, final is going to have uh, you know, that, that the winner of the Eastern Conference is, is going to be Milwaukee or, or Boston. I feel like the Heat are getting disrespected. I agree just with because that. I'm not, sold, I'm not sold on that narrative, House. We, we haven't seen anything from I'm not sold on that narrative. Them. And Miami can play the nobody believes in us card. They have a guy who feeds off that sort of energy in Butler. It's yeah. obvious. Butler will be up for going up against Giannis or will be up for going up against Jason Tatum. And Miami's going to have home court advantage in that series. Oh, I... I totally disagree. Now, I'm not saying Miami is definitely going to win the series, but to say that the Eastern Conference final right now is Milwaukee-Boston, I don't I don't feel that way. I don't no, think that's I, fair to Miami. I agree with you. One other thing for tonight, Kyle Lowry upgraded to questionable. He traveled with the team. Um, so that's another kind of uh, helpful I- impact. It, what will, what's the game script from your perspective for the Sixers to, to actually win tonight? Um, I think it's pretty simple. It's a whole lot of bully ball. Yeah. I think it's a whole lot of bully ball with Embiid. And the hope for them, I think, is that his presence is going to open up the floor for better looks from the outside. I, that's Philly's game script as far as I'm concerned. I know, you know, there's going to be questions about Embiid and what, how is he going to play and if he's going to be affected and impacted by the mask. But he's got to be great. And it's got to lead to open Philadelphia 76ers looks from three. They might get them tonight, but I don't trust this Philly team at all. And I don't like the, I, you know, normally a team goes home for game three and you're like, oh, great. I, I I like this angle. They'll feed off. That Philly crowd is tough to feed off a house, especially if they get off to a rocky start, dude. That well, is not exactly going to be a warm and fuzzy uh, Wells Fargo Center. And nothing, you know, the, the, the Sixers had the opportunity the last time they were home to close out Toronto and came out and put up a stinker. And this is their first time back in the building. Now, the, the, the interesting thing to me in this game, I also, I'm going to join you on the heat, but I'm looking at the total because the totals in these two games ten and a half. Two have ten been and a half. super low and they, they, they cruised past it. That was my best bet on Wednesday. That was the one I loaded up on the most because uh, it was at 208, which was like the third lowest total. Um, of, of the playoffs and all of Miami games have been going under. So they finally got it down to a number where I felt like I could go over. 
I also like this 210 and a half. I mean, I think Philly, just on basic sort of regression, will shoot the ball a little bit better from three. I do think that, you know, we haven't seen a ton of adjustments out of Doc. Everybody was really just begging him to play up-tempo and get out and play small and run and put Tobias at the five or Georges Yang. George Yang at the five, um, and they just wouldn't do it. But I, I like the idea of them shooting the ball better and Bede's contribution, whatever it's going to be, even though the most effective opportunity for them to win the game is by bully ball, I also think that they will score at a pace that that is better than the previous two games. I'm in on 210.5. I think it's a good total for us. I think it's a reasonable total for us. So there's a couple of different ways we can play this. We like the heat. We like the over in this game. United front across the board. All right. Phoenix and Dallas. I had Dallas in game two. We're sitting pretty for about two and a half, three quarters. Then Chris Paul happened. The Phoenix Suns go on an insane run. And I think they continue to show folks, House, that when they're at their best, they're the best team that the NBA has to offer. And there have been questions. Hey, what kind of shape is Paul in? Got injured second half of the year. Booker goes down in that New Orleans series. New Orleans tries to really make it ugly. Well, they survived that, and so far they've had no issues with Luka and the Dallas Mavericks, where they've been very much a one-trick pony. Well, tonight, game three, Phoenix, a one-point favorite, up 2-0 in the series. I think this is a good opportunity to get in on Dallas. I, I do not see Dallas getting swept in this series. I think Luka can go off for 40 or 45, and I think you'll get more out of the supporting cast of the Mavericks. Like, I don't know if you feel this way. I think this series probably has gentlemen sweep written all over it. I think game three, though, is the game the Mavericks get. Suns respond to game four, and then they end up winning in five. Do you see it playing out that way? I don't have a strong argument against your position on this. The it, you you just identified the crucial issue. Uh Dinwiddie has combined for less than 20 total points across the two games. He had 11 points on 3 of 10 shooting in game 1 and 8 points no that, that was game 2, 8 points on 3 of 8 shooting in 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 game 2. Uh Brunson Nine points on three of 12 shooting in game two with three turnovers. He had the same number of turnovers as made shots. And in game one, six of 16, 13 points. So those two guys, Dinwiddie's combined for 19 points in the first two games. Brunson's combined for 22 points in the first two games. And think about what they were doing in the Utah series and what they're not doing in this Phoenix series. I think it's a combination of Utah being completely checked out and being a bunch of frauds. And I also think we got to give credit to the Phoenix Suns, who have done a really good job of neutralizing those guys. And you know what's the other thing to take into account, House? They're going off in a lot of those games when Luka was not there. Now, all of a sudden, Luka is back. And listen, he's doing his thing. He's working his magic. But he's got the ball in his hands a ton. So not as many opportunities for those guys to go and shine. The revelation... Uh, in game two was the Phoenix offense hunting Luka, trying to find Luka and getting shots, Chris Paul especially, and that's going to be fascinating. Now, one of the things you and I both know, uh, and it will be, they haven't announced the refs yet, but... It, oh, let, we let, have a foster, is it yeah. a foster sighting? Is that, that official? It's. I don't know whether it is or isn't, but that would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Wouldn't, wouldn't you expect to see Foster tonight? 
and re- that, rec- recall I mean, the stat. The if the NBA is looking for a little length in this Dallas Phoenix series, sometimes you got to sound the alarm, baby. Recall, I, listen, I already bet Dallas, so yeah. I hope the alarm is sounded because I may double my bet if I find out that Foster's doing a game. Recall the stat: Chris Paul is now zero and fourteen in playoff games where Scott Foster is the referee, part of the referee crew. Zero and fourteen, JJ. That is now so we, ridiculous. We don't know. It's twelve thirty. I don't think they've announced the referee assignments yet. Um, but we, 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 you know, keep an eye out for Foster. That's yes, all. Yes. Anybody say. who is listening to this podcast, if you see Scott Foster is doing a game, double your stack, double your unit on the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. Can I get? Can I get you involved? Are you in? I I like the storyline. I think both Dinwiddie and Brunson are gonna uh, play, gonna play better. better at home. Yes, I, I I totally agree with that. I just am worried about that Suns team. It, they're they're so oh, they're complete. good, man. They're good. They're so flexible. They you know they didn't miss a beat. Aiton got in foul trouble uh, in game two. They didn't miss a beat. Javale came in and played. He was he made a real contribution. Um, and and they just it's a bad matchup for Dallas. So I I don't disagree with your point of view on this. I just am not going to put any money on it. The playoffs are heating up, and you can make every game feel like Game 7 on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. Throughout the playoffs, all customers can place a no-sweat, same-game parlay each week. You'll get up to $20 in free bets if you don't win. FanDuel has so many ways to play, and best of all, when you don't win, you'll get paid faster than a fast break. And you guys know I'm rolling with a same-game parlay and heat. Sixers. I got the Heat to win. We got the over in the game. We're going over threes for Maxi, and we're going over points for the former favorite son of Philadelphia, Jimmy Butler. All in on the Heat tonight. You need a FanDuel? Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code GAMBLERS. Once again, that's promo code GAMBLERS. And if you already have an account, you're all set to bet. No sweat. Either way, you'll get up to $20 in free bets if your same game parlay during the playoffs doesn't win. FanDuel Sportsbook an official partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. Refund issued is not withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $20 per week. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fandle.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Rail Line, 1-800-889-9789. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Who do we think has a better chance to make this a lengthier series? Memphis or Dallas? I st- I, it's got to be Memphis. I mean, listen, Memphis obviously has a game. Memphis has to go on the road as opposed to Dallas getting two at home. But I think with Morant and their physicality and the way they can disrupt the Warriors potentially defensively, 
I don't think they win in the serious house, but I think Memphis can have maybe a little bit of fun here. And maybe I'm rooting for them like crazy to steal a game in the Bay. And I'm rooting for them in cra- like crazy in the series. Because you know me, I, I, I'm sick of the Warriors. Enough of that. <laughs> enough. Enough. Well, and Kerr, by the way, pissed me off the other day. You know what? what? I understand. I understand that you're upset that Gary Payton got hurt. And I'm not saying it was a clean play. You got Zaza on your team a few years ago, knocking Kawhi out of game one. And then you got Draymond Green on your team doing God knows what. And you're going to lecture me about NBA code? Give me a freaking break, bro. Give me a break. I heard that the other day and I was like, Steve, do me a favor. Shut up. And and you know what is is funny? Uh, I haven't had a chance to check with our beloved pal here at the Ringer Podcast Network, Chris Vernon, who is our local resident Memphis. Yes, he's located in, in Memphis. I honestly think the Grizzlies are better without Dylan Brooks. Wow. I, I've I, heard that before, too. You're not the only person to tell me that. His, not, not he, the only person to say you that. You know, he, he had last season um, a role where he had kind of a green light um, to shoot the ball at will. He was injured for a big part of this season, and it doesn't seem like he's ever really fully reintegrated into this version of the Grizz. So I don't think they're going to skip a beat, miss a beat. Um, the line I think that the game, Warriors are going to miss Gary Payton Jr. Oh, he I'm, was giving him some we already major, know. Major I mean, minutes, dude. The, the thing we need to see out of Golden State is some kind of effort to to get the ball out of Jaw's hands and to not let Jaw just drive left. Like they, they, that was a, a a crazy game plan. It was basically an ole. Like right? you know, wh- where would you like to go, Mister Jaw? Mister Jaw drove left. I don't have the uh, you know, the whatever spectrum above the 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 the, the floor uh, metrics for this. But, you know, it looked like he went left 55 different times. They they never pushed him into a spot that he was uncomfortable. And he 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 took the game over. And they let him. They were accomplices to that. So, will it be fascinating to see what Golden State's uh, game plan is to, to, to get the ball out of his hands? Now, the interesting thing for Memphis is I need to know how Bain is. Is Bain, has he gotten in the hyperbaric chamber? Does he has he gotten some injections? Is he is he uh, on the way back to to full health? Yeah, I look at Memphis and their path for winning this series. It's a slim one. It's physicality from Bain. It's dominance from Morant. Like you need both of those elements in Playhouse, and I don't know if we're going to have that. So I'm glad. Let's get right to Game Three. Golden State Memphis line opened at six and a half. It's now at seven. Don't you get the sense the war the Warriors have these games at home where it's like an avalanche? Yes. I think we're going to get one of those avalanche games from them. Like we're due for one of those in this series where they're back at home. They got a couple of days off. They're coming off the loss. Like I think we're getting like the double digit Warrior onslaught. I'm all over that game. They're I'm pit- all over the Warriors. You know they're pissed about about Gary Payton. You know that Clay is not going to have another horrendous shooting game. Like he just had, um, I, I, I'm with you. I'm going to join you on this. They'll get some of the favorable home whistle, and it's it's exactly we've already seen it in in these playoffs where they get rolling in a quarter. They did it to to Denver, and they score you know 42 points in a quarter, and the other team you know scores 20 whatever, and that's it. The game's over. Okay. So we are tying the Warriors into everything on Saturday night. I'm, I, I'm more comfortable with the the money line in that Warriors game than laying that's the points, fine. though. That's fine. There's no way in the world they're losing game three. I'm with you there. But I think they're going to win by double digits. I, I, I think 
the game script of Game 2 going the way that it did, I think works to the Warriors' favor in kind of giving you one of those FU performances. Like, like watch Klay Thompson go for 35 points on, on Saturday night. That's right. Like one of those where he shoots like 7 of 8 from 3. I totally agree with you. Now, we get to the juiciest series of the second round. It's not even, it's not even close, by the way. It is not even freaking close. The best series is Simmons boys against Milwaukee. We have Milwaukee for the series because of their price. We got Milwaukee in game one. Cash that bad boy. We, game the, two, the family parlay hit, buddy. I know it a, did. A week I know ago it did. this We didn't time. get a chance to gloat, but it was a winner. It was, to be honest, not a whole lot of sweat either. No. You really think about it. it You're right. It was feed up type of parlay with Phoenix winning big. That Phoenix, now if we had Phoenix on the spread, yeah. For game one, that would have been a you sweat. and I would have been pulling hair out. Well, <laughs> I that don't have been any. a disaster. But we now look at Boston coming off the dominant game two. This line fascinates me, House. Milwaukee installed as a three-point favorite, immediate down the two and a half. Surprised by that? I kind of figured it was going to go the other way here. Look right now. I had I saw it even all the way down to two uh, at one point this morning. See Whoa. if it, see if it's still sitting there. I'm going to tell you right now, I thought you were right. Our friends at FanDuel are going to have to pay a little extra juice if you want Milwaukee minus two. What is it? 112? Minus 112. Yeah, okay. 112. Um, I know I picked Milwaukee for the series. I think Boston is the right side in this game. Wow. I okay. Do. Well, explain this to me, House. How does this line at home go from three to two, number one? Number two, I think. Still wondering about the absence here of Chris Middleton. That's that's problematic from a Bucks standpoint. I, I I do. I think it's problematic from a Bucks standpoint. I think you're going to be on Milwaukee here, though. I am going to be on Milwaukee, and it's because of the role players that return to home comfort. We've seen Giannis as playmaker, which is like God. It's so good to watch his continued ascension. Every playoffs, we're getting something new. He's the true goat. He's the best player in the NBA. And his playmaker capacity, especially, I think, at home. So you're going to see Grayson Allen shooting at home. You're going to see Bobby Portis shooting at home. And then they, they, they love that Bobby, Bobby. They love that Bobby chip. You're going to see Pat Connaughton shooting at home. And they're all going to have those looks that they like because Boston, you know, properly has to defend the freak with, you know, more than one body. You can't, you know, they, they, they had success with Grant Williams um, with his stout, you know, a uh, uh, framework, uh, you know, getting, getting into Giannis in the, in the down lows. But I think we'll, we'll see a little bit of foul action on Grant Williams under these circumstances. And the biggest thing for Boston, the way that, that, that Coach Bud likes to defend is he builds a wall in the lane and he lets volume threes fly. Well, Boston had uh, a, a, the best three-point shooting game in, in its, you know, playoff history. Uh, damn near, and and Jalen Brown found his his stroke especially. So if if you subscribe to the role players of Milwaukee getting Stepping home in their comfort level, that's and you're exactly buying it. a little regression from the Celtics from beyond the three point arc. It, it doesn't take that much. That is your blueprint, and that is your avenue to a Milwaukee win. My counter would be Tatum and Brown going off yet again, yeah. and the star power for Boston overwhelming the one star that's currently out there for Milwaukee. That, now to me, is the game script for the Celtics. That's a little bit disrespectful to Drew Holiday. 
I mean, remember, Drew Holiday won the United States the gold medal in the Olympics, and he came over late, and he and he immediately was the straw that stirred the drink. I mean, you gotta you gotta give him a little bit. And also, Drew Holiday. Speaking of playing physical defense, uh, Simmons has mentioned this a couple times. He he's like, oh, you think that uh, Marcus Smart was the best defensive guard? He's the defensive player of the year. Well, uh, let me let me remind you all of of what my skill set looks like. Uh, I think you know I li- I especially like Drew uh, at, at home as well. Now Marcus Smart is listed as probable for this game. That's yeah, a return I didn't even thing. want to bring him up because to me, if you're the Celtics, anything you get out of him going into Game Three is almost gravy. Like I I know you're gonna say on the road you need him to play well. Coming off the layoff, I think this has got to be a heavy Tatum and Brown game, personally. Yeah, oh, I don't disagree with, uh, uh, at all. And the other thing is, if if there are threes out there to be taken, Marcus Smart on the road, you know, Milwaukee will be uh, they're going to be like Marcus shoot away, please. They're going to be like welcoming him, like they're welcoming us <laughs> to like it. the blackjack table. Like, yeah, sure, the floor is yours. You the said floor it. is yours. Okay, so we're heads up in this game. You're on the box. I'm just, taking a Celtics. Just by the tiniest of lean. It's not like I have strong no, conviction. you don't have a strong feel on this, and I agree. Like, I, I feel a lot better about Golden State than I do about this particular game. So, do you have a, a, a sense the, the the total struck me as kind of crazy at 213? Why do you think that's so low? It's a good question. Is that good. that's – I mean, the, the, both of these teams can score. Is it a function of what uh, we've Maybe seen in the first two they're games? they're banking where, on that regression. From Maybe three so. point range from the Celtics that you were just insinuating a few minutes ago. I know, but two two thirteen is like uh, one ten to one oh six wins. You know what I mean? One ten to one oh five wins. That's not very much scoring. No, both these but teams can score. Game th- bought a game three, an even series. Maybe okay. Vegas is banking. I don't have a strong feel on this. All right, total it's a stay all. away. It's a stay For me, away. It's a stay I away. just was curious about it. Well, that's why we have you. You know, the king of curiosity. <laughs> That's it. Speaking of curiosity, we have to nail our family parlay. It's a high standard here. Yeah. The folks at Ringer Gambling expect nothing but the best from Joe House and John Jastrzemski. So we know we're throwing the Warriors in, right? Yes. Like money line. That's, money a, that's line. a guarantee. Minus 290, right I think. Is that All what right. it is? So that's our first leg right there. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like you want in on this heat sixer over. I do. I like that over, and I like. Go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll let you keep going. I do no, like no, no, that no. over. I like I like that. So we got two right out of the gate. Are we going to double this one and go with Miami? That's and by the, the way, question. that line just moved. Line just moved. We got Miami now at minus one. Oh, it keeps. Look at that. This you line know. is just going to move ten zillion times between now and game time. What's the money line? Minus one eighteen for the Heat. What? So what's minus one? Minus one twelve. Oh. I mean, if you bet minus one, you're an idiot at that point. It went from you're an idiot. It went it went from the Heat getting a point to the Heat now favored by a point. Correct. Favorite in the last like half crazy. hour. Yeah, not even not even a half hour. The money's right. flying in here. All right, so we got two legs on this. We got Warriors. I threw them in at minus seven. We don't want to do that. Minus two ninety on a money line. Please. Over two ten. Heat Sixers. Lock it up. Now, are we going three leg or a four legger? Is the question. What would the fourth leg be? I'm open. You know, Friday is for four legs. Friday is for for, for doggers sometimes. I feel like I'm not going to be able to convince you on Dallas. Uh, no, you're not, you're not convinced. I can see it, though. You know what I mean? I, I can see the, the script. I just, the Suns might be too good. That's the problem I have. Like, the, they're getting everything. Dallas is shooting over 40% from three. 
in the first two games, and they just don't have any way of stopping Phoenix. And it, and Booker and, and and CP are just taking turns. CP had 14 points in the fourth quarter, and Booker had nine. 23 points out of those two guys in the fourth quarter of game two. Why is that going to be different in game three? I will say, House, three-leg parlay, over 210, eight sixers, warrior money line, keep money line, plus 341. That's that's where we like it. I, I, if we be... can't force a fourth leg, then I say it's a three-leg Friday parlay. Okay, that, that's good because we're heads up Because on we're not going to be able to get an agreement on Milwaukee and Boston. Uh-uh. I don't have a great feel on the total. The Dallas... Phoenix total seems super high. I don't want to go there. Nah, I don't want to mess with it. I mean, you know, all of those games have gone way over those, those Suns-Dallas games, but Dallas's best chance, they're the one of the slowest uh, half-court teams in the league, and they'll have the benefit with uh, the referees. Let's look for Scott Foster uh, to, to, you know, play at their pace on, on uh, tonight. Plus 341. Heat over Golden State Warriors on Saturday night. Let's go. Let's we love it. it. I love it. Okay. I'm not a derby guy at all. I'm not a horse guy at all. But I'm going to bet it because that's what I do. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I it, it's, it's, it's saying something that I feel like I'm like an NHL aficionado now compared to the Kentucky Derby. Because like, yeah. Have you been getting involved with the hockey at all or no? No, I, I, I stayed away because Washington has not won a playoff series since they won the Stanley Cup. It's the curse of Barry Trotz. Um, I yeah, actually, how'd you guys let that guy go? He is such a good coach. Not, I can't. It's not. I'm not prepared to discuss it even these four years later. It still hurts. It still hurts. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I I did wish I jumped on that Florida Rangers parlay. I'm going to get in. I'll be texting you as the, these playoffs get going because hockey playoffs are reminder the, bear, the very best. They There's are really a lot of fun. Better. And it's great because I don't watch much if at all, throughout the regular season. Because, yeah. listen, I've got enough on my plate. Basketball, my Syracuse, my my all the baseball and football stuff. I'm just not a big regular season hockey guy. Playoffs? I, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm dialed into these games. The, the lines, though, House, I've noticed early, super jacked up with a lot of these favorites, man. Huh. <laughs> Dude, I'm not laying 310 in a, re, in a, in a postseason hockey game. No. Uh, in fact, you can find some value if you're going for some dogs, dude. That's exactly right. You're right you can find about some this. Value. All right, so Derby. I don't have a play. Uh, my horse guys. I have two horse guys, by the way. Who Mark are they? Lucis, good friend of mine, now is the anchor at Pix 11. Old co-worker of mine at WFAN and uh, old co-worker over at SNY. He's a big horse guy. It's a little disturbing. He drools it. The other guy, though, and you may have to take his pick with a grain of salt. I don't have it yet. He said he needs to see the track. <laughs> <laughs> the Pope himself, Mike Francesa. I do there he the is. So okay. if the Pope shares the pick, I will pass it along, and you can do with it what you like. Well, I, I have uh, – I'm like you. I'm a very um, casual horse guy. I like a little action on it because it's, you know, it's 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 a very exciting two minutes. Uh, I thought whatever the horse was that got uh, called out last year – Got jobbed. Um, oh, I remember that. What a disgrace. Yeah. What uh, a disgrace. And, and what's his face? The guy with the white hair and the glasses is, is now, you know, on, on a lifetime suspension. He's Baffert. He's finished. Now, do you have, I'll, I'll go through the odds that I have in front of me right now. There's a horse called Zandon. Well, that I got is, news for you. Well, let me hear it. Mark Malusis just texted me back. Okay. He loves Zandon. 
<laughs> he's in. A, he just said Zandon. Love well, him. He's the favorite. Quote. He's at three to one. And then the second uh, favorite is a horse called Epicenter at three and a half to one. He's seven to two. And then there's a horse called Messier. Now, and he's at oh, he's at, at eight to one. Oh man! How can you go against how Messier? How do I not throw in on eight to one with Messier? I think you kind of have to do it. I I think I'm going to do a tiny bit on Epicenter. I see some people talking about what a good race he ran in the Louisiana Derby, and there's a that's a that's a good omen possibly for the Kentucky. I know absolutely nothing, but I, at at you know seven to two, tiny bit on on Epicenter. That's going to be my play. All right, so you're going to go Epicenter. I, I'm going to go with our guy Melusis because I, I I can't take sides against the family. So I'm going Zandon. He's my horse guy. I got to give him all the love, but I think a little sprinkle on Messier may be in order. Well. You, you. That's the thing. When Francesca hits you, you have to uh, let us know because how is he going to not not choose Messier? How is he going against Messier? Mm, you never know. You never know. <laughs> he's like so tied into so many different fronts on the horses. All One right. of these years, he's gonna when when he has Francesca running in the Derby. That's uh, what we're unloading. we are unloading on that horse. If Mike <laughs> ever has a horse in the Derby, I'm just telling you that we are we are unloading on that. I love it. I love How's, it. Fabulous JJ. job, bro. It's going to be rainy and miserable all weekend in the Northeast. So uh, I hope you're taking care of your lady for Mother's Day. No golf oh, plans. I've got that all lined up. The Mother's Day brunch is in order. I think we're going to take my mom out tomorrow night. And uh, there's golf here in Washington, D.C., possibly. They, I, I don't even know if they suspended play for a little while. But the tournament is here. So I'll be live betting some of the some of the golf, I think. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. that. All right, buddy. Good work, Stefan. How's the work? We'll talk soon. 